In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. May His grace and His blessing be with us now and unto the age of all ages. Amen. Today, just a quick word about the use of parables. When our Savior, for example, in today's Gospel, which was the parable of the sower, when He wanted to teach us about how people receive the Word of God in their hearts, we notice that He used a parable, which is essentially a story. It's worth meditating on our use of stories to communicate the Word of God. Maybe the best example is the Holy Scripture, which is one beautiful story of God's love for mankind. And within the Holy Scripture, we find numerous smaller stories that likewise communicate the Word of God to us. In the Orthodox Church as well, our statement of the faith, the Nicene Creed, is essentially a story about the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, and the Church. In our liturgy, we find that the prayers oftentimes are stories. Consider the prayer of reconciliation, which is the first prayer after the creed. The priest prays, O God, the Great, the Eternal, who formed man without corruption, and death which entered into the world by the envy of the devil, you have destroyed. This is the story of our salvation, dear brothers and sisters, as are many of our other liturgical prayers. We also use stories regularly in liturgical worship when our mother, the Holy Church, for example, wants to encourage us in the Christian life. She gives us entire stories of the lives of the saints during the reading from the Synexarion. These stories are part of our very lives as Orthodox Christians. Why are stories so important in our lives and in our spiritual growth? It is because stories are alive. They are full of motion and they move us. This is why it's difficult for many people to pick up and read the genealogies in the Holy Scripture, like the one found in Matthew or the Book of Chronicles, because when you read them, you're essentially reading a listing of names. Now, that's not to say that the genealogies are not valuable and we shouldn't read them. Definitely, we shouldn't. But the point is, reading a list of names doesn't move us as much as a story. We prefer stories to lists of names because a story is a moving reality. How many children have literally tried to put themselves inside of a book they really loved? I remember a commercial encouraging reading in which a child opens a book and then finds himself inside the actual book. This is quite an accurate representation of why we love stories. They are moving realities that touch our souls. This is also why we love music. We don't listen to music made up of a single note. Instead, we listen to music made up of many notes, constantly moving and passing over our souls. I suppose this is why classical music is divided into movements. The music literally moves over our souls and conveys truth in motion. Like music, stories convey truth in motion, or in other words, living truth. We use stories because they are alive. In the Orthodox Church, we certainly have a preference for things that are alive. For example, in a document from the late 1st century, 
entitled the Didache, or the Teaching of the Twelve Apostles, we learn that the proper way to baptize a person is in flowing water. In Hebrew and Greek, flowing water is literally the same as living water. We baptize in water that is literally alive. When we bake the prosphora, or the korban, to eventually become the body of Christ, we use dough that includes yeast. The yeast in the dough is alive, and it causes the bread to rise in the oven until it reaches the beautiful shape and consistency we all love. This is also why we use wine for the blood of Christ and not grape juice. What's the difference between wine and grape juice? The only difference is that wine is fermented. This is a fancy word to say that it has yeast in it. The natural yeast on the skin of the red grape converts the sugar of the grape into alcohol while releasing carbon dioxide in the air. The whole process is alive, and we can say that the wine itself is living, which is one of the reasons why the church uses wine for the blood of Christ. A story is likewise alive, and this is why I encourage you to pick up and read. It's impossible to be an Orthodox Christian without reading, and we have so many beautiful stories that we can read, stories that convey truth and motion, like the life of Antony, or the lives of any number of saints in the Synaxarion, or the numerous spiritual works that were written by Orthodox fathers and authors that are easily available on the internet, we have this capability, brothers and sisters, to read stories and to internalize them and to see the truth in them. Let us embrace them so that we can grow spiritually through all of these stories that our Lord and our Mother, the Holy Church, has left behind for us. And glory be to God forever. Amen.